Okay. Uh, so you come to. Son of a bitch. You are in an all white space. Like in a, like the Matrix, the yeah. scene where they get all the guns and stuff. Mm-hmm. It looks just like that. It's almost as if you're in a room with no walls. Yeah. You turn around and standing there uh, is this guy. He's uh, about, he looks to be like 14 feet tall. Uh, He's dressed like a clown. Okay. Uh, And he's holding a a balloon. Oh, really? Yeah. And you kind of like glance up at it and like, you're like, oh man, I I must be seeing things. Because for a second, it's almost like it looks like your face is actually on the balloon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My face is on the balloon. Yeah, like like yeah, yeah. And you kind of do a double take, and yeah, it's definitely there. Like it, like you my look, like the balloon is my entire head, or it's like my there's a picture of me on there, or is like the balloon of my of my face. Um, it's just a balloon of your face. So the whole and, thing uh, is my face. Yeah. Fuck. It winks at you. No, like fuck second. you. It doesn't. It's a balloon, Pat. And uh, but yeah, <laughs> but you kind of forget about that because uh, the figure standing in front of you. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> He, he opens his mouth and speaks. Yeah. He goes, uh, hello, Aaron. My name is Dreamy Dan. Dan, ruler of the dreamscape. Oh, I hate this guy. And welcome to the carcass of the soul. Ugh. An Aaron Brooks adventure. Uh, your balloon, the balloon pops. You kind of like wake up. You're like, that was weird. But, um, you know, you're going to go to work. The carcass of the soul. (sighs) Yeah. All right. I'm going to work. Great. What am I? Where do I work? Um, you actually work at a uh, butcher shop. Yeah. Yeah. It's called. It's called. Wow. You butchered that. Oh, Pat. And um, why? Why? (laughs) Why do I a, what? Why do I work at the most poorly named butcher shop anywhere? Well, it's it's not you know, it's not supposed to be a fancy name or whatever. It's yeah, just, you it's know, a it gets stupid people, fucking name. Well, it gets people talking, man. And people are talking. What does that even mean? It's um it's quickly becoming the most popular butcher shop in the greater Los Angeles area. Like Why? there are people who come from like hours. Why? Why is it so good? It's just, you know, um, the owner, um, Fred Bunt, he, uh, he just like gets the best fucking, uh, meats that there is. It's high, it's high quality stuff, dude. It's high quality at a very reasonable price. Okay. All right. And you're like, man, how can he do this? How can he afford to keep this place open? Because like a rack of ribs there costs like six bucks. Jesus. Um, a sirloin steak is like uh, eleven fifty. Tax included. Might be a little high on the sirloin, but you know. <laughs> so you're like, this is interesting. Um, and and you know what you you like your work you kind of like throw yourself into it. I, so I learn how to become a butcher, or I am yeah. learning. 
Yeah. Am I? Do I know at this point, or am I still like in, in like an apprentice mode? Oh no, you're at this point. You're like a regular employee of the place. Man, I hadn't. I had a dream about becoming a butcher like two days ago. Really? Yeah. This is very weird. Was the boss named Fred Bunt? No, I, I don't recall boss man. But I like it. But, but uh, you, you and FB become like pretty close. <laughs> FB, as yeah. in, do I go? Do I refer to him by his initials? Yeah, because you know, it like annoys him. But like secretly, he kind of loves it. Sure. Yeah, I'd do that. Um, and you go, hey, and like when you guys are like really busy, without fail, you always take the time to look at him and go, hey, FB, we're really getting effed in the B, huh? Oh, and he just like, and he just goes like, Aaron. Yeah, so I'm but, I'm still but, a rascal, but uh, you're a rascal at heart, yeah. So you're kind of like rascaling, you're rascaling around this place, yeah. And you're cracking again, jokes. You're hot. You're. Dude, you are cracking man, jokes. I would be a great butcher. And right. I bet I, I bet I, I'm, oh man, I bet I would be. Yeah. When I flame out of comedy, I'm going to become a butcher. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just cracking jokes. You're yeah. cracking people up. Like, some of your jokes are like purposely corny. Sure. Because, like, you just think that some of that stuff's funny. Yeah. Like, one time um, during Halloween, um, this uh, this lady came in with like her son, mm-hmm. and uh, her son was dressed like Dracula. Yeah, and you and you look at him and you go, "Huh, you know the only thing that kills a vampire, right?" And they go, "Huh?" And you go, "Steak," and then you like pull out like a New York strip. Yeah, like playfully stab him with it. Yeah, you know, it's a crush. They just laugh. Yeah. They laugh and laugh. Yeah, they buy that steak. They fucking of course they buy that steak. New York strip. How, you, how much is that going a pound? It's um. Three bucks. What? A sirloin steak is eleven fifty, but New York strip is three dollars. Hey man, Fred Bunt does what he does. All right, Fred. I'm picking up some strips. You uh, look get up home. and like you and uh you and like the kid's mom lock eyes yeah. and like for just as, as you're handing her the the steak. Yeah. And for a second, you just think to yourself, man, if things were different. What? She uh kind of like walks away, and you you never know this, but. She had the exact same thought. Why would I think if things were different? Maybe you guys would end up together. What What would need to be different? Do Do I know? Is she like a married woman? She's a yeah. She's married, oh, okay. and I gotta tell you, man, she loves her husband, yeah, loves her kids. Good for them. You know? Yeah, I probably would think that. Yeah, there will probably be a fleeting thought of you know when you like let your imagination take over. I probably go, yeah, man. But then I right. keep I keep going back to whatever I'm doing. It's not that right. thought doesn't stay with me. Right uh, before she breaks eye contact, she like lightly bites her bottom lip. Son of a bitch. And uh, so she she leaves. Um, so you're, you're working. Uh, That's going to. Uh, never, never mind. Sorry. What? No. That's good. Uh, it's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it's uh, it's the seed for. A lot of things. I'm gonna jack off at some point. You know what I mean? Sure. You get yeah. what, you get what so, I'm saying. I get. I get. I'm with you. I'm, I'm yeah. right there with you, buddy. I'm a man of fantasy. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm so sorry to derail it. This with talking about this. That's so all right. She leaves, and I so, yeah. <laughs> regretfully turn back to my steak. You regretfully turn back, and like you think to yourself, like, "Whoa," and you know, like. 
you know what's going to happen when you go home, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, she kind of like leaves your mind or whatever because sure. you're just so into this job. Sure. Dude. Yeah, that, that's great. You're cutting. Yeah. You're uh, taste testing. You're yeah. having a great, like you yeah. love the process. I'm taste testing. Yeah. What do you mean? Am I like cooking, like, uh, when, cooking up whenever a there's, fillet whenever the there's, back? Yeah, what'll happen is whenever you guys like have a new uh, like meat dealer or whatever a new side we get um, a new side new yeah side well, what they'll do yeah they'll be like well we also insist that you try some of it so you can kind of sell it to your customers sure there. sure and you fucking do man so i at this point have become a good enough butcher to work in like a boutique butcher shop and i also have like a refined enough palate to go like oh this one tastes more grassy than the last one or whatever yeah you're Holy really shit, man you're really into being a butcher that's dude. a lifestyle change that's huge yeah why? Um, well, you're kind of you're not doing a lot of comedy these days. Yeah, what happened? Why am I not doing comedy as much? How often am I doing comedy? Uh, rarely. Um, pretty much not at all. Um, what happened was um, this guy uh, started like a, an Aaron Brooks tribute act. Okay, I don't like this. Where he would go around town doing your jokes, but like like fully acknowledging that it's a tribute act that, that you know he's pretending to be you. Okay. And uh, he starts like killing man and people like he starts getting on like the good shows and stuff. What? Uh, in town? Are you fucking? Uh, am I getting? But I'm not getting booked on anything. No, he's just not at all. Why? But they're booking a guy who's doing my fucking act. Yeah, the Aaron Brooks. Yeah, it's it's called um, Joy, a tribute to aaron brooks but but they just don't book me instead they book yeah they're at the yeah we well, you know he, he, he you know he's a little cheaper um he yes. ends up uh, he, he headlines this thing called brooks fest uh where all the performers are you fucking with, kidding like, me with the last name brooks show up so um and he like fucking murders dude um so he's kind of like touring and stuff like that and great he's living out my my dream yeah, and you're like pretty like you're pretty annoyed about it. Yeah, I'm very annoyed about it. I'm probably gonna at some point send a cease and desist letter. This guy's making a fucking living touring, doing my fucking bits, my shit. So he he sends you a letter back. It's a handwritten letter, and um, the he this guy uh, his no one knows his real name. Yeah, and some doubt that he ever takes the costume off. So he sends you back a letter and he basically is like, hey, you know, when I was growing up, I was a huge fan. Um, and he kind of goes into how what he's doing is it's not just like him doing your act. It's literally a tribute. You know, he's like like at the end of all his shows, he ends it with like um, he goes, yeah, look, he breaks character. And he's like, look, we've all had a lot of fun tonight. But, uh, you know, I, I really want you guys to go out and, and support Aaron Brooks, the real Aaron Brooks, stuff like that. Then um, why why wouldn't they book the real one for this festival or a fucking show? Like why? I mean, you know what I mean? I, I don't. He's, you know why? Why? Because he's that good. I'm the actual person, Pat. It doesn't matter how good he is. Nobody's going to do it better than I because that's it's me. You uh yeah uh you sue him yeah uh you're uh what like the fuck? why doesn't the, he just stop doing it? The guy uh, who's representing you is like not very good at his job. Uh, Dwight ha uh, Howard. Dwight it's Howard. Dwight Howard. Like yeah. the Dwight Howard. 
Yeah, he decided to uh, devote himself to the, the law. Okay. Like, and he went, like, he's like a legit lawyer. Like, he has, like, a degree and stuff. Yeah. And, but he's, but, you know, he's not very good. Uh, it was his first case. Great. And um, he screws it up so badly that you end up. Uh, Fuck you. Owing, you end up owing the other Are Aaron Brooks. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you owe him 50 bucks and a $10 gift card to the Darden Family Restaurant Group. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to go wait in line to buy a $10 Darden Family gift card. So, I mean, you can do it all. You can do it I'm all. So line. fucking mad. Yeah. This is so stupid, Pat. So uh, this guy, uh, Joy, a tribute to Aaron Brooks, is like doing pretty well. You're pretty annoyed about the whole thing. Yeah, and he's using my material to make a living. And he also starts hanging out with like your fr- like your social group and stuff. Great. Like 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 even people who aren't comedians. Like he just somehow becomes friends with them. Yeah. And, like, yeah. So they're like, and like you you don't really see those guys anymore. And uh, when you ask why, they're like, it'd just be a little weird. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You got, you know, what with the history between you two. Yeah. And all of my friends just decided to support the guy who is, you know, stealing my everything to, to make a living. Well, it's a, it's a tribute. I don't give a fuck if it's a tribute or not, Pat. He's taking my fucking jokes and he's getting booked on shit. He's getting paid to do comedy. Like his, his his opening band is uh, he has an opening band. band. Yeah, they're called Lavender and Cream. Oh, they're uh, a tribute to uh, the band Fuel. And uh, before every show, they all yell in unison, "Are you guys ready to get fueled?" And the crowd goes crazy. Yeah, each and every time. Yeah. So yeah, so you're just doing like uh, this butcher work uh, while so you're trying to figure bad. out the soul this whole comedy thing and um you uh go to like the supermarket uh you're like yeah i gotta get you're, you're gonna make a your specialty that night for dinner yeah it's called um aaron brooks soup what's in it everything the fuck does that mean pat so you're going to buy like some carrots or whatever and um you're uh, walking down and it's like suddenly like you begin to notice like how cold it is in the supermarket. Yeah. And um, you're like, it's kind of chilly. And then it kind of goes back to normal and you're like, that was weird. And then right as you reach for the carrot, you just hear, um, Hey, Aaron. God damn it, Pat. And you're like, what the hell? And you hear, Hey, Aaron, I'm down here, buddy. I look towards the voice. And um, it's a little odd because. Um, yeah. You you come to, to find out that the voice is actually coming uh, from a pickle. Yeah. Uh, it has like googly eyes and like a <laughs> mouth and stuff. And what's interesting is that the mouth. Wait. It's almost like. A, when you say it's coming from a pickle. At, I'm at a grocery store. Is there just like a bin full of pickles? Yeah, it's a gigantic. It's tu- like yeah, a it's called. Full of pickles. Yeah, it's it's called tub of pickles, <laughs> and it's a it's a giant tub that's in the uh, grocery store. Yeah, filled to the brim <laughs> yeah. with pickles, dude. Like kosher dills. They got whatever you want. And what do you just like scoop them out with like a glove or do you have tongs? Yeah, what's, what's no, this? they have. They yeah, they have uh, golden tongs. 
golden. It's just golden set of tongs, like actual. Yeah, gold. they. Be, yeah, they. Be, yeah, they believe that that helps bring out the flavor. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So I see a pickle on top of this <laughs> barrel of pickles. Yeah, and it has a uh, googly eyes and a giant mouth, like a giant smile. Yeah. And it's odd. It's almost like it's a cartoon because the mouth like extends past where it should end. You know what I mean? Like it goes off his face. Yeah. It goes off frame basically. Yeah. And he goes, "Hey, Aaron." It's me, Bill the Dill. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm here to get you out of your pickle. Jesus Christ. And now when you look down, uh, he has a thick <laughs> yeah. black pompadour yeah. on the top of his head. Like it, you, you for a moment think to yourself, if I had a pompadour like that, I could do anything. Yeah. It is jet black, dude. Like as you look into you look into the into that uh, pompadour. You look into that jet black void, and for a second, you're at complete and utter peace. Yeah. And you kind of like shake your head. You're like, "What? What the heck?" And you look and you look down at him. And now uh, he has like a leather jacket on too. Okay. Yeah. Like sunglasses <laughs> and stuff. And he goes, Aaron. Down here. I, I'm looking at you, Bill the Dill. He goes, he goes, what do you I want? He goes, I understand you're in a bit of a pickle. So uh, he goes on to explain that he's part of this, uh, for lack of a better term, like intelligence network uh, called <laughs> called the Pickle Clan. Yeah. And uh, the, the Pickle Clan, basically anywhere that has pickles, they can like <laughs> see through there. Yeah. And so um, he's basically like, so he kind of that's sort of explaining his origin and backstory and stuff. And then he goes, um, he goes, Aaron, I can get that guy to stop doing his tribute act. I can get you back out on the road, buddy. He goes, we can do it. You just got to do one thing. What's that, Bill? You have to kill a man. Bill the Dill goes on to explain uh, that there's um, a serial killer who has been uh, stalking uh, the greater Los Angeles area. Yeah. Yeah. They call him the Cinnamon Killer. <laughs> Why? Why is he called the, the Cinnamon Killer? Uh, because every time he uh, kills someone, like he, like he has like a, a whole like uh, thing he does where uh, he stalks people uh whose names are spelled backwards the same way they're spelled forwards like palindromes yeah and what he does is he uh he stalks people like that like like some people named anna you know bob stuff like that yeah yeah and so um and what he does is uh next to the the bodies he always like sprinkles cinnamon on the ground and he spells Mm. out uh change your name fucker so he just hates people who have palindromes for names. Yeah. No, like he knows that they didn't pick that, right? I'm hey, maybe you try telling him you that. Know. Yeah. And um so basically, yeah, he spells it out with like, you know, cinnamon and stuff. So they call him the cinnamon killer. They didn't realize the whole palindrome thing till later. And they're like, ah, oh, that would have been a better name, but whatever. Uh and so what uh Anyway, so the point that he that Bill Adil says is like basically if you go kill this guy, then they'll be able to uh, you know have this guy uh, cease and desist his act, yeah. 
disappear forever, and you're back on top as the number one Aaron Brooks in the continental United States of America. So what does that mean? Jack. Does that mean that I'm going to I'm going to get those bookings now and like my yeah. comedy career is going to go is that the insinuation here? Yeah. That my comedy career will resume and do well. Yeah, even though, you know, it was his it was his hard work, but yeah. <sighs> it was my fucking jokes, Pat. Why do you keep glossing over that? I'm just telling you what happens. So, um so it's so either it's a, but how do I feel about the butcher thing? I mean, you like it, but it's not your dream, you know, like he goes, he like he goes, think about it, Aaron. Did you move out to L.A. to become a butcher or did you do it to make people laugh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say I would say the, the second the second one. And he goes, you're damn straight you did, Aaron. So what do you do? Do you? Do you take the assignment? Yeah, I would say, where, where the fuck am I going, Bill? He gives you um, the address. Yeah. It's um, um, 001 <laughs> yeah. Fake Street. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's in, uh, it's in LA. Okay. Uh, do I get the rest of my soup stuff? Yeah. Okay. What else do I get? Man, you get parsley. You get Italian celery. or curly? both okay you get uh they have deer meat available i you work at a butcher that. shop yeah but you know deer meat is kind of hard to find even for you know fred bunt okay so you so you jump at the chance get so you put a lot of and- yeah yeah you get some uh pepto-bismol um does that go in the soup or is that for later it's both <laughs> I so put- uh <laughs> I put yeah, you, you think to yourself, hey, you know, yeah, as like a preventative a, measure. Yeah, it's a it's it's just a trick you learned many years ago does that it, if you actually, but it doesn't work. Pepto- <laughs> if I'm taking it later, it doesn't fucking work. See, logic would, you know, say yeah, you're correct, but you're not, dude. It fucking it works every. Then time. why do I take it later? Why um, you just love the taste? I just love the taste of Pepto Bismol, Big Bismuth, baby. <laughs> What's the bismuth, baby? So, do you go to zero zero one fake street? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I do. So, I'm probably a little. I probably chug a little <laughs> PB in the car. Honestly, if I, I'm probably like a little nervous. I got a little upset tummy. So yeah, so you uh, a little bismuth. You, you drink the the Pepto Bismol. It just <laughs> tastes like velvet. It just tastes like velvet love. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it pours down your fucking throat. Your wide open throat, and it just oh, like God. it tastes amazing. It settles your stomach. It's like a junior high kiss, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, you look at that thing of Pepto Bismol, and for a second, you see the first girl you ever kissed. It was I'll Monica Lewinsky. I was gonna give you a real name. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, no, it was Monica Lewinsky. It's a very long story. Yeah. So, um, you're like. You know, pretty pumped up. Also, uh, fake fake street is kind of like this weird part. Of, uh, it's kind of in this strange part of town uh, called Softville. Yeah, uh, yeah. Softville is odd. It's hard to find on a map. Really, uh, the way you get there is you follow the Black Star, and the Black Star will lead you to Softville. Uh, Softville is sort of this. Um, it's a little odd. 
it's kind of a weird place. Um, they ha- in the middle of town, they have um, like a like a wishing uh, well. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. But like, and the wishes come true, but there's always a price to pay. Okay. So not, people don't use it that often. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why would you? Probably sure. in like desperate scenarios, I would guess. Yeah. And they worship fish. So it's sort of like an odd place. Yeah, it um, sounds fucking weird, Pat. So you go to Fake Street, 001 Fake Street, and it's just like somebody's house. It looks like a normal, you know, two-story house. Yeah. What do you do? Um, I'd probably scope it out. I'd probably yeah. like, I don't know. I'd probably. Uh, so you decide to scope this. Yeah, I'm going to scope it out. And uh, you ha- you have like headphones on, and you're playing the Mission Impossible theme the entire time. Oh, that's a different song. So you uh, you're pretty pumped. Yeah. You, and uh, you actually find yourself kind of humming along and you're like, absolutely, Aaron, come on. And so um, you go to uh, around back and he has like a patio, like, you know, there's like a patio out there. Okay. And, uh, there's there's a man sitting there and on like a, one of those uh, long uh, goddamn. Like a beach chair? Yeah, a beach chair. Yeah. And he's asleep. His back is to you. Is that the guy who I'm supposed to kill? 100%. What do you do? His back is to me? Yeah, and you but you like you kind of look over and you see on uh, the table next to him is like a giant bag of cinnamon and it's covered in blood. Hmm. And then next to it is um, his um, fucking knife. Okay, and I'm I'm worried about getting caught. Yeah, he's asleep though. Uh. I think that I would uh, get a tire iron out of the car. Is it, yeah. I don't. I don't have anything else with me. No. I think you I, go out there. You you grab that tire iron. The tire iron that you refer to as a trusty old faithful. She's <laughs> never let you down. Okay. You think that to yourself, and as you like, you walk back. You kind of do that thing where you kind of like lightly tap it against your palm. Yeah. And you're like, and you feel that fucking power. It makes you feel like a man. It makes you feel big. So I probably, uh, I, 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 I creep up. Yeah. Behind him. Uh, I would. At, at this point, you're listening to the Mission Impossible theme, but it's played by a full orchestra. So you are fucking on edge. On edge, you? yeah. The adrenaline is coursing through your body. You're a little turned on. You've always been turned on by danger. Oh, that's fair to say. So uh, I think I do? I think I would. My my goal here is to to like bash him in the temple, and then like use the tire iron to to choke him. So he can't yell. Yeah, but I want uh, you do yeah. you, you do you do that and it works. Yeah, it's oh, okay. it's it's honestly so much easier than you thought it was going to be. Okay, taking a life. 
You always thought that taking a life would be kind of tough. How Turns out to that take a life. And you, uh, but like it actually is pretty easy for you to uh, to kill. So you uh, you do that. You bash this fucking guy w- with it in the forehead, <clears throat> and uh, then you just choke him out until yeah, you know the life leaves him. There's nothing. Yeah, another one of uh, God's creatures struck down. Okay. And uh, you kind of like take a second to collect yourself and you look down at the guy. Yeah. It's Fred Bunt. What? It turns out your boss. I wouldn't have recognized that it was my fucking boss. You know, his back was to you. His back was to me and I hit him in the forehead. Yeah. Like you were just in such a hurry. to. I'm like- so fucking mad at you, Pat. <laughs> Why? Because how would I? How would I would know? I would look down and I would look at the guy's face and know that it was Fred Bunt. Well, yeah, but you just wanted to do it like pretty quick. You know what I mean? Yo, I just rushed through the biggest decision of my entire fucking life. No, I just had to live. Yeah, with, you uh, I just had to you, live with that. You had a like a you have like a dinner reservation uh, in like an hour, so you're like, I have to fucking get this done quickly. You're going to a wing stop with Danny Palumbo. <laughs> they take reservations now. Yeah, he's like, okay. eh. he's like, eh, Brooksy, I got us at seven o'clock. Okay, all right, Danny. He goes, he goes, uh, wings are on me tonight, champ. Huh? Oh man, bad move because I'm just gonna be staring off into space, unconsciously sure. eating. Sure, I'm not gonna say a word to anybody. I'm gonna die. This is, and you know that he won't notice. I, I'm probably even canceling that. Sure, I'm probably telling him I I don't feel good or I have a headache. Because I, I would be an absolute wreck after sure. murdering somebody, let alone my beloved boss. Yeah. You send that. To, you, you just text him. Like, hey, I can't make it. You know, something came up. Sorry. And then he immediately responds, just calling you like an asshole. Yeah, I would say, man, I'm really sorry. I don't feel good. I I, I don't want to get sick. <laughs> so um, you kind of like you, you, you basically uh, send him that. And then you kind of look down at the uh, the dead body of your, as you said, beloved boss. Yeah. And you do that. You do that thing where you like close his eyes you know with your fingers yeah one of one of them opens back up it takes you like five minutes to finally get it i'm not i'm getting out of there pat i'm not gonna fuck with bunt's eyes yeah you um jump into your car and like speed off yeah back uh you don't really know where to go you just like go straight home yeah and um you park jump out of the car run upstairs um you slam the door shut. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? And then suddenly hear from behind you, uh, hey, Aaron, good work, buddy. Why is there you a go, pickle in my room? You turn around and stare, and um, you're, you had just, your uh, great, great uncle recently died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Baron Von um, <laughs> Sperling. <laughs> yeah. And um, he left you a giant thing of pickles in his will because he's because he quote because in the will it says, quote, I heard this boy likes himself some pickles. I hear it's his bag of tricks. So anyway, so Bill the Dill is there with that fucking pompadour. Yeah. And you look at it and for a second you forget everything that happened today. Then you kind of like snap back. And he goes, um, he goes, way to go, Aaron. And he goes. Don't worry, buddy. We took care of that tribute guy. He won't be bothering you anymore. Okay. 
You said he was going to. You said he was going to stop. Okay. He goes, "Yep, he's going to stop a lot of things." Anyway, so what you, the you took, fuck? You, he goes. He goes. You 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 stopped a very evil man today, Aaron. Did you kill so that guy, Joy? He, he, he goes. He goes. Um, we even gave you something a little extra. Did you kill that guy? He kind of dodges the question. And no, uh, no. Bill, did you kill that man? He kind of just like shrugs a little bit. He's like, Bill, he goes, you know. He goes, Aaron. I can't really get into that. Yeah, you can. But you can say anyway, yes or no, Bill. It's goes, a yes enjoy, or no, it's a yes or no. Did you kill he goes, him? He goes, enjoy your thriving Bill, comedy career. I'm, Bill, I'm not fucking around here. Did you kill him? He goes, of course we did. You and then he turns, he, he turns back into a normal pickle. So, um, you know, with uh, the death of your boss and stuff. Um, yeah. You know, the company, the, the business goes under. Of course so. it does. But, you know, on, on the bright side, you're you're back on the road. You know, you're telling jokes and stuff. Yeah. And the, the, these crowds, like, dig you, man. Good. They're, like, really, really into what you're doing. Good. And you're pretty excited with, like, your new stuff, too. Mm-hmm. You, you also, you know, you, 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 you also, like, do a question and answer afterward. Why? Uh, um, I'm not know. anyone of note. I am so low on the comedy totem pole. I mean, the nothing. Name, yeah, but the but you but your the name of your tour is "Come Get to Know the Real Aaron Brooks." Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it's a terrible name. The bad decisions um, in this one just never end. So, um, you do the Q and A and stuff, um, and then uh, like this guy stands up to ask you a question, uh-huh. and he's like, um. Yeah, uh, and it's it's interesting because the guy that you uh, call on, he is easily the most bald man that you have ever seen in your life. Yeah, he's got like uh, icy blue eyes that mm-hmm. remind you of uh, chunks of ice floating in the Arctic. Yeah, but these chunks of ice are covered in gore. <laughs> he's got like rows of shark teeth. And yeah. that would be all of that would be, you know, striking enough. But so this, of course, the suit that this man is wearing, without a doubt, it's the sharpest suit that you've ever seen in your life. Like you look at that suit and you think of like the wounds of Christ. Yeah, that's horrifying, Pat. Yeah. And the guy goes, uh, yeah, hi, uh, my name is uh, Ice Bones Jones, head of uh, communication uh, for the Landlax Corporation. Mm-hmm. He goes, um, congrats on, uh, you know, stopping that, uh, that, that, uh, that guy, that bad guy. Uh, thank Cinnamon you. Cinnamon killer. He I, goes, he goes, yeah, you know, my company actually worked with him a little bit. He goes, anyway, so I guess the question I have is, uh, how does it feel to be a dead man? He throws a knife up at you and it <laughs> just sticks Christ. right in between Jesus. your eyes. Jesus Christ, Pat. It goes in all the way. Like even the handle goes in a little bit. <laughs> and you like fall over almost like in slow motion. And uh, you land on the ground uh, behind you. And it's like someone had put spikes there at some point. <laughs> Why? Why? Why are that's, how, that's, that's how good he is. 
So he, from across the room, threw a knife into the center of my face. Directly the center. And, and it knocked me back into a bed unforeseen bed of spikes. Yeah. Like fuck, Super Mario style. Fuck you. You know? So you die. Yeah, fuck you. That sucked. Well, you know, you, you killed the guy that yeah. they work with. Yeah, I did. They had to kill you. So many people died. <laughs> so unnecessary. Yeah, that one guy just wanted to, like, you know, increase, I don't, uh, I don't, any, f- increase knowledge about you, and he did. Like, yeah, he and actually, he, like, he got booked on all my. Sh- he was taking all my bookings, Pat. He was he was profiting off of my light. How would you feel if somebody did that to you? I don't know, but yeah, I certainly wouldn't. Uh, I didn't kill him. Get a violent gang of pickles to I didn't take do care that. of him. I, did the, I didn't know they were going to kill him. Well, maybe you should have. But this, it doesn't matter. You're you're dead. Yeah, fuck you. 